Hey there, welcome to the Night Force Action Report for October 31st, 2017. This is episode number 50 from HorribleNight.com. I'm your host, Justin Lacey. Joined tonight, live on Twitch TV slash HorribleNight, I've got Ryan Billingsley. Hey. Happy Halloween. Glad to be here. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Carve some pumpkins tonight. Oh, that is that's festive. That's yeah, it was. It was very festive. Um, did we? So we actually carve. We didn't paint. Did we? Didn't have also have to like dissect, get gooey. And all oh yeah, stuff? we had to. We had to gut those babies. All right, you bet. Good. Pop the top off. Well done. Well done. Uh, we've also got Coop here. It was up. I don't know. We'll find out later. Um, and then rounding out another four person podcast from. The J Bunker, JB <laughs> Buckner. Boo, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this yeah. is the uh, weekly rundown from mobilenight.com of the uh, headlines in the gaming industry. Before we get there, though, uh, Ryan, did you figure out what, figure out what else was going on? Uh, yeah, so we took a week off, and then this past week, I decided to go camping with my buddy John. And it was freezing ass cold outside and I got a cold. So I decided on Friday instead of, I don't know, doing whatever, I was just going to play video games all day. So I played video games all day Friday and, uh, man, that's fun. I wish I could do that more often. <laughs> well said. That wasn't, really good. That well said. wasn't planned of, of like all the weeks. I thought this was a good plan. No. It right. wasn't intentional at all. Uh, it just happened to work out. So. You actually had shit to do that you didn't end up doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was <laughs> knocked out. So, yeah. Play games. It was th- a good day. I was going to say, I think it worked out. Yeah, for sure. JB, I don't know. I don't know what you got here in the notes. What's going on? So, uh, a couple weeks ago in this chat, you know, for this show, Somebody, uh-huh. uh, they, they, they either purposely or on accident, like they, they put in a jub for me. And I've gone <laughs> was, through m- many names throughout my life. Uh, people have called me many things. And jub, I've been looking jub. for a gamer tag. And I've decided that, uh, jub jub should definitely be my new gamer tag. <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, try and get that everywhere I can. Uh, I, I, I'm sure, though, that that's going to be taken in places. So I'm also going to need some ideas for how to make it a little more unique. Um, Jubbity jub. It's a jub jub three five seven one three. Take care of it. Lowercase x capital x <laughs> underscore jub 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 underscore jub underscore capital, capital x, x underscore x or Little X. Dance no, lowercase X. Okay. Yeah. We'll start yeah. over. Okay. Little X. <laughs> <laughs> Coop, what's going on with you, dude? Um, I This was a weird week for gaming with me. I, I didn't play very many, but like this is the first time I was excited for something I bought for my son. Oh. So, yeah. So, this was, you know, with, with Mario, that's the first time that either of my kids have known about a game that's coming out and was like awaiting the release so uh so yeah this was the big reveal for that um that's fun because you keep them locked in the basement what's that is that because you keep them locked in the basement it is it is so they can't hear about video games i mean they don't i don't i don't know where they would hear about games and stuff they don't watch tv 
that has don't commercials. They have friends? Don't they talk to other kids? <laughs> they might. I don't know. I mean, they've, they've got friends, but I, I don't know if they're if they're gamers. They might, like, I don't know. They're talking I to strangers, know. who knows? <laughs> who knows what those kids do? Hey, hey, kid, my business. You want to buy a Mario game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I got it in my van. So yeah, I bought I bought Mario for Wes, and it was fun. Awesome. I mean, Mario wasn't fun, but it was fun watching him play. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, did Whoa. I say that out loud? Whoa. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, oh boy. Yeah, some games came out. Um, nah. So, of the games that came out this weekend, I played a couple shooters and kind of hated the default controls on these mouse and keyboard shooters because I've gotten lazy and uh, play, played more controller shooters lately than uh, PC shooters and um, or mouse and keyboard shooters. And I managed it's to turn things complex. around. What's that? <laughs> the number of required buttons on shooters these days has gotten kind of yeah. out of control. And I think the thing was like really coming from playing Destiny so much on the consoles and then trying to do the moves as quickly as I used to do them with that controller. And I, I had a moment where I was, I was like, my, my, my PlayStation controller is just, it's just sitting right there. And like, no one's going to know. Like, I'm not good enough that you can tell if I'm using a mouse and keyboard or a controller. But anyway. I, I, I bought a new mouse like three or four months ago and have fully embraced um, its number four and five buttons. And so I quickly... Run us some, through it. Run us through it. What did you um, pick? So I've got, <laughs> I've got the melee ability on, the, um, on button four, which is the higher up thumb button, and then um, the class ability on the, the lower button for Destiny. So Good. my super is still triggered by... Uh, a keyboard click, but I like I I tried I flipped that at one point, but I pref- I prefer the uh, the class. What do you action. have set as the middle mouse click? Uh, that is what is that in Destiny? What is the middle mouse? I have no oh, idea. No, I try to avoid. I reset it. mine to melee. No. But in, yeah, in Wolfenstein, I reset the middle mouse to do my weapon wheel, which is huge. So that was and then oh, I, yeah. and then I put melee again on my on my thumb button. So. That was that was the big thing was the there was just too much going on with the keyboard and um so very happy with that feels Destiny feels a lot better Wolfenstein feels a lot better um I should always punch with my thumb apparently that's what I was missing but punch <laughs> yeah um, I punch with my middle finger <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad I I don't, how do you I used to use three button mice that way I guess I like when I back in my AutoCAD days. I'd use that middle. I'd use my middle yeah. finger as a mouse button. So I've got I've got buttons on the right side of my mouse too. I'm, no, I'm see, that's, full. That, I'm full five finger when I game. No, that's a <laughs> that's a step too far, right? Like so. So do yeah. you take skills, man? So what do you have? Do, do you hit a Do you hit a button with your fourth finger? Uh, or just your pinky? I don't think I could do the fourth finger. I don't think I have. I enough. do fourth. I do fourth finger. I don't use my pinky. Okay, so one of the other sounds terrible. But but my mouse is uh, it's an ambidextrous, or it's not ambidextrous. Yeah, ambidextrous. So it's skinny, so it's more natural to hit that right side, like the right side top button with my with my fourth. Yeah. Shout out to hashtag thumb punch. Uh, Nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's on top of it in chat. Yeah, we're uh, live every Monday, ten Eastern on Twitch TV, and you can catch the show on horriblenight.com and all your podcast apps on Tuesdays. Let's get in the games, Ryan, starting with your headliner. So um, there's a big story that came up in the past couple of weeks, visceral uh, games out of uh, Los, no, San Francisco, 
uh, is getting closed down or is closed down, I should say, at this point. Yeah. Um, EA decided to pull the plug on Visceral um, and Visceral is in the middle of doing a um, a new Star Wars game. Um, they brought uh, Amy Hennig on board who um, wrote um, and helped produce a lot of the Uncharted games. Um, Legacy of she... Kane, Soul Reaver. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Shut up. Classic. Um, uh, before she had a falling out with, with Naughty Dog's team. Um, so then she came over to Visceral and um, there was um, a great story that came out that basically detailed what went wrong at Visceral based on a lot of um, various employees telling their, their side of the story, EA telling their side of the story. Um, but the big thing that came out of it was this game that they were building, the Star Wars game, was going to basically be Star Wars meets Uncharted. And so it was going to be a big, ambitious um, single-player game. That doesn't sound like that'll sell at all. <laughs> what are these people yeah. thinking? Yeah. Um, if you read the write-up, I mean, the game sounds awesome. Like, it sounded like it was going to a cool place. But, um, but yeah. So this kind of brought up this... this um, I don't know. It's it's kind of right up there with like uh, loot boxes and all the other things we've been talking about the past couple of weeks of just specters of the current gaming s- uh, industry. Of are single player games dying? Are are single player games no longer tenable or feasible? Um, the way that people buy games, the way that they monetize games, um, the 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 cost of development, all of that stuff, and so a lot of people were saying EA canceled this game because EA doesn't want to do single player games anymore, um, and they were they were basing that on EA throwing a bunch of weight behind Battlefront Two, um, which is going to add a single player campaign, so that's kind of interesting. But obviously, it's got the multi- multiplayer component, so it's got a recurring source of revenue for them. Um, you know, they put a lot of weight behind their sports titles, which have a lot of recurring revenue for them. I think. FIFA 18 brings in just millions and millions and millions of dollars in people buying currency in the game. You know, those sports um, games that are featuring extended single player modes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can do that now because yeah. they've got the ultimate team yeah. system just chugging along. Yeah. They're willing to come back in and put single player back into games once they know they're going to make the money. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, it's interesting to to hear this. Um, there was uh, a lot of people who were saying, well, EA said they're still on board with single-player games. Um, they did say that they're harder than they used to be and Aww. that they, they're they looking for so ways hard. to do it. Um, there was also a quote um, from an article from uh, Game of Sutra from... It was Xbox publishing lead Shannon Loftus. Um, but basically she said, um, when asked, uh, are single player games dead? She said, I don't think they're, that it's dead per se. I do think the economics of taking a single player game and telling a very high fidelity multi-hour story gets a little more complicated. Gamers want higher fidelity and they want higher resolution graphics. Which... I think it's hilarious with the Nintendo Switch being one of the best-selling <laughs> consoles out right now, and its graphics look like garbage compared to yeah. on the, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. But b- built on the backs of two terrible single-player experiences. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because who wants to play multiplayer games on the Switch? Not I. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, I, I have I have some thoughts, uh, but I'm 
you know, I'm curious what you guys think about this. Um, you know, especially looking back 2017, uh, been a lot of single player games. <laughs> like it's kind of been like the resurgence. So I'm curious why this is coming up now, but, um, you know, how, how, how do you guys feel about the, you know, the big story single player games going forward? Um, you know, do you, do you still think there's a demand for it? Do you still want it? Um, you know, what do you think? I think it's funny that in all of our snarky comments here, pointing out all these major single player releases that, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe EA and Xbox are just having the issues here because it seems like some other people have got it figured out. And maybe on EA's side, I've, I've said this in Slack before, um, maybe you shouldn't force all of your de- devs to use the same engine that was built off, built for multiplayer first person shooters. And, you know, maybe that doesn't fit a third-person action game or, I don't know, an in-depth Western RPG or a racing game. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's it's weird to hear that from 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 EA. I I have some other thoughts, but uh, Coop, um, I got to kind of start with you, too, because I just saw a headline that um, Hellblade uh, has almost made its money back ahead of schedule. And that is like. I don't know, to me, the core definition of the single-player experience that they expect to fall on its face. And um, I don't know. I, I I feel like 2017 is a strong year for single-player games, and you're a single-player game fan. What are you thinking? I You know, I'm all for EA giving up on single-player games because they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what was the last great... It's single player me, it's campaign that, that EA came out with. So, you know, Dead Space. It's fine. I, I think the studios that <laughs> that make the experiences that I really get into are still going to do it and are still doing it strong, like, you know, Machine with the new Wolfenstein game. I mean, they basically came out with that article that was like, yeah, we're, we're not doing multiplayer because our single player is going to, you know, <laughs> kick the shit out of your multiplayer game. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, I mean it's I it's fine. Every game doesn't have to have multiplayer or and single player. I've actually, you know, come to really like the the games that are releasing multiplayer only, and I still think there's a place for single player only. And it's like, you know, let the Naughty Dogs and let the Machine Games and and uh, you know the people that are capable of that caliber of experience that's required now, because because you know I, I think they're right after. Stuff like uh, The Last of Us and Uncharted. I mean, these games are small. Uh, I mean, they're long movies. It's, you know, 10 plus hour movies that these people are creating. It's like they, they've set the bar for that to where, you know, we expect that from now on from those. So, you know, it's it's fine. Let 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 some studios do it. Yeah, you can make FIFA and Madden the rest of your lives. That's That doesn't affect me at all. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. JB, any opening thoughts? Yeah. EA is the Michael Bay of making video games. (laughs) (laughs) Without the explosions. It's going to suck. They don't have the cool explosions. It's going to be fucking terrible, but all the (laughs) 12-year-olds are going to come out and they're going to spend their money on it. Except except FIFA. Except for FIFA. It's okay. EA Sports is a separate company. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's a different... That's a different... I mean... You know, maybe if they would have just set up Star Wars to where you could pay... To learn force powers faster, they would have been cool with it. I think that's all they wanted. 
I mean, want- if if you read that story, you read about like the EA came into it and like so basically the story was going to be about like some smugglers and some thieves and like there wasn't going to be Jedi or force powers or lightsabers or anything in it. That's fine. And and EA kept walking into their meetings and like, so where's all the force powers? Where's the Jedi? People want lightsabers. Like they literally cannot break up. It's like, it's like, and like they were like saying like, no, we did focus groups and people, when they think star Wars, they think lightsabers. And it's just like, it made me think back to, um, um, oh man, it was a first person shooter. Um, wrote doom. Oh, no, I mean, it basically was you were playing one of the, the clone troopers. Oh, um, Republic Commando. Yeah, which was fantastic. I, I got it. And there was no lights. I mean, you were, you were a commando. Like, it was great. So it's just, it's like their, their inability to be at all creative. Like, EA just lacks creativity at this point. Like, they, they, cannot, they cannot think outside the box. They cannot take risks. And that was the big difference. Like they, they mentioned that in the article that, you know, Amy Hennig was just frustrated because Naughty Dog kind of just got to do whatever the hell they wanted. It was like, we trust you. You'll make something cool. Uh, go ahead. We're not going to, we're not going to give you a bunch of feedback and notes and stuff like that and want you to do, you just make the game that you're going to make. Um, and now it's also easier because they own that world. They built the yeah. world of Uncharted. It's not, you know, you're going to get approval st- from Lucas. Yeah, getting Star Wars approvals. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different thing. Um, but yeah, another thing that I, I saw was there was a bunch of quotes about from some industry people talking about, um, you know, kind of reflecting on this. And I, I like this one from uh, Rockstar's director of design, um, Imran Sarwar. I hope I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm not. But he said, uh, as a company, we love single player more than anything and believe in it absolutely for storytelling and a sense of immersion in a world. Multiplayer games don't rival single player games. And this is a company that is making all of their bank on multiplayer games right now. So, <laughs> so they're that's like pretty sitting, cool. They're sitting there like counting this GTA online money to be like, oh my God, how many single player games can we fund with this? Like that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly. that sounds yeah. like. That yep. Sounds great. The uh, taking it back to Amy Hennig and for and like that Kotaku article from Jason Schreier is amazing. Like it's really good. It, there's always like kind of jokes around uh, game coverage, like between like who's going to get the scoop between uh jason schreier and patrick klepik and they keep like i feel like they keep wanting up one upping each other with like their insider knowledge but like i mean he pulled together like a half dozen to a dozen visceral employees to kind of comment on this article you know um in, anonymously and but it, it it it's super well pulled pulled together but the thing that stood out to me as a defender of amy hennig and uh still wondering what the hell ea is doing she somebody put it to that they you know they they wanted the Star Wars Uncharted game. Essentially, that's kind of how the pitch started, but, you know, want to make it different. But they wanted it to be, you know, on the scale of Uncharted 4 or bigger. And this would be the first game like this that Visceral will be building. But at the same time, like, none of them realized that, hey, Uncharted 4 is built on, like, knowledge and, in, in like, an engine that grew from Uncharted 1, 2, 2, and 3 to get to 4. And then the team size for Uncharted 4 was over double the size of what they had to work with uh, for this Star Wars game. Could you and imagine the artifacts that they would be able to pull into a game about fucking Star Wars? <laughs> I, I collect all those shinies. But it's just like they were, it just sounds like they were set up to fail. And then uh, at the same time, like when you come in to 
on the defending EA side, it's not like the project was enough of a mess at that point that they they kind of had to pull the plug. Like there was even like quotes later in the week of just like it was almost a mercy killing of the studio, not mm-hmm. to you know belittle people lo- losing their jobs because that's terrible, but it's just like it could have been managed better on all sides. And um, there's more to that story, but it just it was weird to me that then they they did they spun this into like our this our single players games dying, and then we look at a year full of you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda and then uh, on the back of Wolfenstein this week and then Assassin's Creed and just... No, there are ways to do this. Other companies are figuring it out. It just seems like... I don't know. EA's just... They've lost something. They've lost... um, They've got to kind of go back to the drawing board if they're going to make some single-player games. And um, I don't think the big AAA studios are the way to go for them. I think they need to um, find some successful indie studios that have like 12 or 20 people and you know let them staff up to 30 or 40 and make a smaller scale thing quicker and and try to get some some better experiences uh maybe more eyes on it um than they would if they weren't working with ea that would be my angle yeah they don't, ea doesn't need single player games <laughs> uh, like i was talking to this was, i forget who it was earlier today but it's like i feel like this year we reached the point where there are too many games, like, I don't know that you can actually play all of them unless that's all that you do. So, like, you know, I mean, if they're good at sports games or, multi, you know, massive multiplayer games, like, let them make Battlefronts and sure. Maddens and all that all day long. I mean, that's focus on that if but, that's what you're good at and let other studios make, you know, single player experiences for I guess that's, that's fair, but, like, if I want to see, like... I want to see them maybe then promote some indie studios that wouldn't get the attention or the money oh, behind yeah, their yeah. marketing that like yeah, that true. already exists. They don't even, it's kind of like it'd be a hands-off project, but just like invest yeah. in some of these indie games that, um, you know, like a hollow Knight. like don't fuck with hollow Knight, but like get it out to more people in a, in a yeah. way that, um, a publisher of that, at, of that size can actually, uh, manage and then, you know, build up some new talent that way and then take on bigger projects as they come along. But don't take like, Obviously, you know, big AAA single-player games are a risk, and they don't quite know what they're doing in that space anymore. So, yeah, like you said, focus on what you're good at. Other people will fill in the fill in the vacuum there. I mean, the other thing was, like, in that story, they talked about while they were starting to ramp up the Star Wars project, which for Visceral was going to be something that they could dedicate every single person that was employed there to work on. They were having to divide their team to have them oh, yeah. support the battlefield urban combat train wreck that I didn't even remember came out hardline. Uh, yeah. yeah. So EA, you know, EA just, they cannot, they cannot look away from, from the Excel spreadsheet that tells them where their money is coming from. Like, I mean, they just literally lack that imaginative creative, you know, process. I feel like, you know, uh, of all the companies that I would expect to be really bad at this, I would think Sony would screw this up more than they do, but they are good about their studios getting to go off and make great games and then come back and they say, Hey, you made a great game and we're going to promote the hell out of it. And it's going to do well. And like, you've just seen so many success stories come out of Sony studios lately, because I think they just get it. Like we don't need to, we don't need to be uh, fingers. Don't need to be in every single one of these pots. We trust you guys to make good games, go and make something ambitious and, you know, and it's paid off for them. Um, I got one more quote from Zach Wilson, who is a senior level designer at Visceral um, before Visceral became obsolete. But he said, uh, 
The assertion that single-player linear games are going to disappear is totally absurd. EA might not be the company that carries that torch, but there are so many groups out there that are passionate about this kind of game that they won't go away. So basically, just right along with everything we said, uh, this this seems like more an EA problem. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it's more of an Xbox problem as well, but um, we've seen plenty of people be able to do this. And, you know, if Machine Games and Bethesda can put out just absolute top tier single player story game 12 to 14 hours uh there's not really an excuse why ea can't it's Mm. it's that that's that's a culture problem that's an internal thing that's that's ea being ea so just for a minute i'm gonna go back to my analogy of michael bay okay because he's making (laughs) he's making a goddamn movie about dora the explorer and it's going Are to be, gonna a be live explosions? action teenage in in a city Dora the Explorer. And that's how much you had to drink, up. man. I'm telling you the goddamn truth. <laughs> it's the most real. disgusting thing I've ever it's heard. It's not real. It's not like, real, JB. It's, it's real. I know you I know you want this. <laughs> you don't have to believe it's me. It's not real. Is it's Megan not, Fox playing Dora the Explorer? I, I, I <laughs> probably just, probably. Oh, He's gonna he's gonna Dora, tend Dora the Explorer Bad Boys Three. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> he's gonna use uh, he's gonna use makeup to make her Spanish. Um, uh, I don't. I, I'm still waiting. How so? How's that tie back to single player and multiplayer? EA sucks. That's all. <laughs> what? Just to be clear to all our fans out there, Dora the Explorer will not be produced by Michael Bay. So. I may be spreading fake news what? all no, over the place. I saw it in an article. I don't remember where it no, was. No, he's no longer somebody on the project. This. Oh, he's somebody not in chat. anymore. Okay, fine. No. Verify <laughs> these facts. We need to know. <laughs> uh, speaking of a bunch of single-player games that look awesome, uh, Sony uh, had their second phase of E3 um, <laughs> the day they were recording this. They actually called it E3 God Part damn. 2. They did. At the, uh, at the Paris Games Week, which I'll be honest with you, the I didn't know there was a Paris famous. Games Week until this week. World famous. <laughs> Um, Mark your calendars for that one. So they they did their big flood of trailers again. Um, they didn't really do any big big date reveals, which was kind of disappointing. I thought that we'd get those um, those this week, but um, I think we'll get those at uh, the PlayStation Experience here in a few weeks um, after the the Game Awards start coming in. After all the games are done coming out, but um, uh, so I can I can run through some highlights here, but um, I don't know what stood out to you guys. Uh, the first, the, the biggest news to me uh, was kind of uh, it was nice to see some indie games show up again, um, and Splunky Two, uh, the reveal trailer for that got me really excited because I felt like one Sony's been getting away from the indie games, and Splunky is one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, I, I he the developer announced a you know a kind of a, a game collection as his next game. So I didn't think Splunky 2 was even on the horizon, but that trailer looked real good. Splunky's got a, a little daughter and the pup's still there. It'll be, um, you know, it didn't say anything, but just the announcement was exciting to me. But he did the, the developer, um, whose name is eluding me right now. Derek did tweet out today. Derek, yeah. He did tweet out today that the game is in development currently. Um, and that it will come out for steam and PS4 initially. Okay. okay. So not, not a PS4 exclusive, which is good for PC players, but still. Hey, Derek, get that on my Switch or get Spelunky 1 on my Switch in the meantime. Like, help me out. Help me out. Oh, man. Spelunky <laughs> on the Switch. That's right. so good. Do, uh, does, yeah. If, go, go ahead and go shout out. Tsushima looks freaking awesome. I don't even know what it's going to be or how it's going to play, but the trailer looked awesome. So I'm excited <laughs> about. You know what the best part of that trailer was? 
What was that? The logo that said Sucker Punch at the end because I didn't. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I, I was like, I, I started running down like my mental list of what are all the Sony studios working on. I was like, oh, we haven't heard from the Infinite's team in a while. <gasps> oh shit, they got the green light like Gorilla did. They can make their own their own new IP and yeah, Oof. go for it, fellas. Looks good and ladies. Looks real good. Um, I haven't watched the Spider Man trailer yet. Um, but I just need them to release that game at this point. Yeah. I don't need yeah. these trailers of it anymore so that I can just play it. But. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, they had another Detroit trailer. I haven't Did watched got, that one. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, all of you have, all you have kids. So I was gonna say all of you have daughters, but it'll still work for you, JB. But like, it's, it just, it looked like <laughs> it's another story with a different Android, another setting. You just and call it's one just, of your kids a girl. I mean, you did. <laughs> It's not what I meant, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I just yeah, dads be wary when watching watching that trailer. It's a uh, good to know. It'd be a little oh emotional. God. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for like, the warning. Like, I I want to know how many different Android Is stories like last, are in that in that uh in that trailer. So like Last of Us intro bad. No, but uh, emotionally still <laughs> jarring. I think that's the, I think that's the only game that's ever made me cry while I was playing it. <laughs> Screw that game. Speaking of, we got yeah. a new trailer for The Last of Us 2. Hell yeah, we Man. did. Man. And it is awesome. better than the last five seasons of The Walking Dead in its <laughs> minute long. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's that G-rated awesome. trailer they released. Oh, man, what's, the, what's the dude's name in uh, Walking Dead with the bat? Rick. Not at oh, um, <laughs> uh, Omar? It's not Omar. <laughs> What's his name now? Is it Negan? Oh, the bad guy, uh, Negan? Negan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they put Negan to shame in this trailer. Oh yeah. Uh, so what excited me about it um, was that Ellie and Joel are not in it. And that means there are more characters in this universe. And it, it really hit me. I was like, oh, The Last of Us doesn't necessarily have to be about them. So like it, so it, that didn't it, register it gave the with me. sequel like room to breathe and the universe a little bit room to breathe. And now I really want to see where it's going. Those I was really trying to make that girl the last that got hung <laughs> Ellie. No. And I was like, no. no. I was oh, like, no, okay. that's not her. <laughs> and yeah, and, and my, yeah say, my mind is messing with me because I was trying to make it her and I knew it wasn't, but it was, no. yeah. All the, I saw all somebody the rumors ask if that was her that mom. It, it, yeah, that it might be her mom. That's yeah. that's, uh-huh. that's what everybody's guessing. But uh, which she, is also she, tough. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with her. Uh, she could punch through a brick been wall. Yeah, yeah Pol- Polygon was quick. They wrote up a uh, uh, an interesting article that's worth reading about. Just like, do we need this m- much violence to sell sell these games? And had some you know, had some interesting points and some fair points about just like out of context. The the trailer's kind of weird because it's just a bunch of people beating up on women. But also the women stands strong, and the like the one of the villains is a a woman in 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 the trailer. But also, I would I would still say like it represents the game. That's what the world of The Last of Us is about. And I will I will say like yeah, some games go too far. I don't have the substance that a Naughty Dog game has. But Naughty Dog has earned our trust and with with content like this. And I I so I didn't have any issue with it. I'm pretty sure it was Polygon that called Wolfenstein Two ultra violent. Over the weekend, it was like the ultra violent Wolfenstein 2 is released. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But I don't know. It feels pretty uh, lockstep with the series. Like, it's not like they're doing something that's out of character just for the sake of doing it. But I don't know. Sounds yeah. like they're 
wanting Talk something about... very different than what. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's an endless argument that has been. You know, is there too much violence in games? Is it? Is it's it? Different... Are we desensitized to it? Yeah, I mean, that's. I don't come. Don't never come at away. the Last of Us with that. That's not. Let's not where the. You know, the offenders or are Wolfenstein. Here. I, I feel like if Nathan Drake shoots somebody in the head and their head explodes like a, you know, like a pinata with blood and guts everywhere, then we can talk about like, okay, maybe we're starting to like fall off the edge here and things are getting weird. But I think, I mean, I I think you're joking, but seriously, the comparisons to Walking Dead are fair because that's what I mean. That show has a moment like that every episode, like it's built on. Yeah, but it's like they're always trying to top it, too. Yeah. I feel yeah. like every episode, it's like, oh, what's going to be the gruesome kill of the of the episode? But, but I mean, uh, it's it's like the ultimate survivor's world. Like, I mean, you don't, yeah. you everything is to eleven because the opposite is you're dead. Like you're you're the lady getting scissor hold and getting a hammer put in her head. Like, you know, <laughs> like so. <laughs> it's uh, Man, that it's, was so brutal. Yeah, yeah. What I said earlier today was that like you look at that main protagonist and she does not look like somebody who gets fucked with very often it's like this is not just some like victim like she something happened she's in trouble but like manages to get out of it and then is standing there with a fucking hammer ready to start going after fucking zombies it's it's pretty amazing it's intense uh i cannot wait for that game now like i just i don't know uh naughty dog like I said, they've earned my they've earned my trust, respect, and I can't wait. And honestly, some somebody's also saying, like, at this point, don't show me more trailers for it. <laughs> like, I, I trust them to show me a trailer that isn't actually gonna spoil anything, but at the same time, like I I, I usually hit this point two or three trailers and okay, totally sold. Don't just just let me know when it's preloaded on my machine. All right, that was a that was a that was a <laughs> short supporting act there, Ryan. What you got? <laughs> um the developer behind Eve, CCP, which always makes me think of the Soviet Union for some reason. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, they are they are shutting down all of their VR studios, and they are they are leaving VR. Um, this is a big deal because CCP has what is considered one of the better VR titles out there right now, Eve Valkyrie, which they earlier this year released a non VR version of it, which was kind of people started kind of getting worried like, Oh, are you doing this because the VR version isn't selling? And they're like, no, no, we just want everybody to be able to play this game. It's really good. Um, and then, so now we're to the point where they're actually, they're saying we're done. Um, so this does not, it's not a good indicator for the VR game scene. Um, because CCP had been really big on VR going forward. They wanted to put a lot of money behind it. You know, they opened a couple studios, um, and now they're going to have to shut all of that down. Um, you know, they, they of course spun it to, Oh, this gives us the opportunity to focus more on Eve online. I was like, you were already focusing on Eve online. That's not what this is, but I think um, the Icelandic government told them they needed to stop focusing on VR. <laughs> uh, but it, it, I read a lot of articles that were kind of like, this could be like the beginning of the end for the VR gaming scene, which I feel like is a bit, uh, I was gonna say like so our, our last show we talked all about all the new uh, Oculus hardware releases, and then there was a surprising amount of PSVR stuff in the Paris Games Week presentation from Sony. They got some interesting ideas there. Um, they're updating that hardware. Um, yeah, I mean it's just such a it's such a long play with VR at this point. It's not gonna 
uh, developers are going to kind of come and go here. And and yeah, uh, it, Eve also has. All, I mean, CCP is always focused on one game, and this might have been stretching them more thin than they wanted to, and they didn't get the returns on that that first game. So uh, maybe they'll rejoin the fray when uh, there's there's more of a reason to, I guess. Um. So I might be reading into this Destiny Two. Uh, news story, um, but they announced the release date for the first expansion pack, one of two um, in this season pass. Uh, Curse of Osiris is coming out on December 5th. It's going to include a new zone on Mercury. It's got a new social zone, which is the Lighthouse, which was locked away to uh, Trials of Osiris winners in Destiny 1. Um, the next DLC is coming out in the spring, but what I noticed and was looking for was the December 5th release date is for consoles and PC. And us as PC Destiny 2 players, I was worried that we were always going to be six weeks behind. And it sounds like uh, we're going to catch up here pretty quickly. And uh, so it listed Great PC, news. but the, the article didn't go out of the way to like confirm that stuff. But this this got me excited. Great news. Absolutely great news. I didn't, I'm, I'm, I'm on a Destiny 2 high now that it's out. I can get over my... Uh, my severe FOMO that I was going through while the console <laughs> version was only out. Um, and it's good to hear that they're not going to segment those two against each other. Cause that would be uh, awful. That would be awful. I'd stop. That playing. would be really awful. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was like, I was going to kind of give them like, maybe the first one will be delayed, but hopefully by a shorter amount, but they better sync it up by, you know, that, that next season or whatever they're going to do there. But Ryan next season, <laughs> No, they got uh, like it's like they're doing, like really? three month seasons of stuff. So yeah, seasons are a thing now in Destiny Two because they talk the Diablo. Oh yeah, that's true. They talk yeah, the Diablo. We have to get our, our we have to get our, our clan, clan perks points. up. Yeah, we have to get them before their season resets or we're screwed. Go team, um, you guys know Cloud Nine. They they are uh, an Heard esports company basically that they play. They have teams in many games. Um, for us, you know, they play in Rocket League. They play in. Uh, battlegrounds they play in csgo and then a bunch of the mobas um they just raised 25 million dollars in their series a round um from a, a handful of different investors including facebook's uh fund um a couple of sports franchises uh hunter pence of the san francisco giants as an investor in cloud nine um, but basically they had to raise this money because in their initial round, um, when they got their seed funding, they only got like $5 million and they didn't know what franchising fees were going to be. And they're going to be in the overwatch league. So they are going to have a franchise in that. And they're also going to be in the league of legends, um, pro league. And they said those franchising fees could total up to almost as much as $30 million. Holy shit. So, <laughs> yeah yeah esports is already starting to get into bananas money uh and it's not even a thing yet so um so i want my own cloud nine franchise i have to give out no 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 million no. dollars no this is okay. this is a franchise to be in overwatch's league spin- and to be in so you're gonna pay that money cl- to blizzard and riot i was gonna say because cloud nine has teams across several games that's just for a single game yeah, because yeah. League, League of Legends and Over Overwatch pricing for franchises is going up. Yeah, like Overwatch, like like it started initially like at like it was like a bare minimum of like a million dollars, but because everybody wants to get in on it because they think there's going to be a ton of money there. 
And that's why um, that's why you're hearing uh, names like the Giants owners and the Patriots owners yeah. like being involved in this stuff. And it's a lot and, of fucking and money. athletes like Shaq and all them investing in that kind of stuff. Yep. So they also know. said that uh, with the money they raised, they're hoping to open. Um, they don't currently have a training facility, uh, but they've you know that's something they're that's starting make their to own pop Olympic up. Olympic Village. It's going to be uh, no, a I mean, place there, where they can are, go and train there together. Are, there are teams that are they have buildings where these these players come and stay and play and train, Dojos, man. And and they have you know they have people watching over them, making sure you know they're staying healthy and stuff like that. Sweatsuits. Um, I mean, it's. <laughs> It, you know, we did. We did. You say Olympic Village is funny, but the Olympic Committee actually talked about that esports. They think can actually be considered uh, a legitimate sport going forward, and that they're starting to set their criteria for how those would be in the Olympics. But you know, we're we're it's like on the cusp of something really big breaking out. Um, but it is interesting to see that you know there's a lot of money flying already. So hopefully it doesn't blow up in their faces like the like dot com I mean, bust yeah. or something like that. I feel that, like they're but, gonna they're gonna trip here initially, but then it'll kind of get reorganized again. But this is like yeah, there's there's different money coming in here. There's different bigger money coming in than there has in the past. And I just want yeah, I just want to see how it plays out. Um, it's weird. Seeing the weird things you can do with your money. Uh, GameStop. I'm always curious of how they. <laughs> What they come up with next to keep the doors open. Um, GameStop is now offering a un, an unlimited six month access to pre owned games. It's called Power Pass. You buy it for sixty dollars, and for those six months, you have unlimited access to pre pre owned games, meaning you can basically check out one game at a time. At the end of the six months, you get to keep whatever game you want from that pre owned list, and then I'm assuming you would just re up that if you wanted to go again. Um, but Kind of like a GameFly thing, except uh, on their on their perspective, um, that means you're going to have to come back into the store to transfer the game. So and that's all they want to do is get you into their store and hope that you buy a T-shirt or something. And uh, so I think it makes a lot of sense. And actually, yeah, I think that's real clever. Um, it's kind of genius. They're yeah. essentially getting people to pay sixty dollars for a pre-owned game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Because you get to play all you want, but at the end of the day, you're taking home one game, and they get everything and back. And you think about it, like how how long does it take them to get sixty dollars from your typical uh, pre-owned game consumer? Like it's yeah. it's got to be it's got to take a couple months and a couple games and Six this months. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is That's that probably, pretty? Com- ran the numbers. Is that pretty competitive? Yeah. <laughs> Is that competitive with GameFly? What do they charge for one disc at a time? Isn't it like fifteen dollars? Yeah, no, I keep seeing. Gamefly ads though they're still they're still pressing on as well. I have been into GameStop a couple of times over the last six months probably and bought a couple of games for my boys. And wow, it's really yeah yeah man. Well hey, where else am I gonna find like they get to walk in there, they get to look at all the games <laughs> and they get to pick out the game that they want to take home and play that day. That's pretty exciting mm. when you're a kid. I used yeah. to love doing that. Yeah, I don't let my kids spend my money. No. If I took That's if I took fair. Wes into GameStop, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever get him out. He'd be in there so long. That's exactly. I showed them a wall of amiibos at Target, and I thought we were going to die there. <laughs> I, I, understand, took, I understand. I that took feeling. my daughter to Toys R Us once when she was like five. She was really good. I was like, you know, like Lindsay was out of town, and she was super easy to take care of. She helped with Wes when he was super small. And I was like, you are awesome. I'm going to let you go and pick out a toy at this magical place you didn't even know existed. And we walked in there, and her jaw hit the floor. And I kid you <laughs> not, I was there two hours waiting on her to pick something out. 
Coop's I mean, are, it was it was Coop's, ridiculous. Coop's already running out of material on this show. We covered that on the Toys R Us bankruptcy uh, story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's my Coop's not paying attention call out for the for the show. Everybody take a drink. Um, <laughs> All right. I, I mean, like, how, Coop. what's up? Okay, so like, I I'm curious how you feel about this compared to Xbox's um, Game Pass stuff that they're doing. Um, is kind of another way because like these are pre-owned it's same games. Price. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it's ten bucks a month for Game Pass for pre-owned games. So it's it's probably harder to get them, but there is the possibility. I mean, they have pre-owned copies of brand new games at GameStop. That's true. Yeah. Sure do. And it wait, is wait, literally so, so which way, yeah, which do you think has the bigger, the better selection? I, I think mean, GameStop. I I would think you're gonna get GameStop. a more current game from GameStop. That's really because yeah. I mean everything yeah, on wild. Xbox is still. What a year old, probably. Like there's uh, nothing. The Game Pass, yeah, I forget yeah. what the they just added Metal Gear Solid Five, and that's and they finally added Halo half. Five, yeah, and what Halo Wars Two is that on there now? That sounds right. But yeah, that's still stuff. That's all like last year. Yeah, and it's all just for that one console. I mean, that's true. It, you true. can walk into to GameStop oh, yeah. and pick up a Switch game or a PlayStation game. Yeah. Play your yeah. used Switch memory card. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, GameStop, it, it, take I think it on the toes still. Um, I yeah, think it it's an interesting move by them. In a while. Bottom, yep. bottom another year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, until they just start selling digital codes on the wall. Ryan, you're up. Hey, some Rocket League news. First of all, Rocket League is coming to the Switch on November 14th. So two weeks, a couple weeks away, uh, we will get to play Rocket League on the Switch. Um, and I can continue to buy it on every single console. I, that kinda, I, I mean, I, I kind of want I kind of want like a Steelbook cover of Rocket League. Like I would buy a collector's edition of it and they could do the Destiny thing where there's just like a paper disc in there. I don't need the. Yeah, I, I, but I would like a I need I need some I need some physical Rocket League merch. That's where I'm at. Right hey, now. speaking of physical editions of rocket league uh-huh rocket league just announced that they are going to start distributing physical editions of the game uh with a new partnership with warner brothers what did i read this out of order <laughs> it's all right it's all right uh <sighs> warner brothers is an interesting choice because uh, they're an interesting company but uh good on psionics for finding a publisher that's willing to print out the box copies and put them out there um but yeah that's Good. More people get to play Rocket League. I mean, it's an online only I mean, game, book, basically. Yeah. So, Rocket still- League. <laughs> I bought a physical copy for my kids for the Xbox. Oh, really? Well, no, so they already no, existed. I, this is probably this yeah. is probably PC. Is my okay. guess. Okay. okay. I didn't. I didn't actually. Uh, let's just keep like, the confusing hard. train rolling here, and I'll go back and comment <laughs> on the Switch part because holy shit, that Metroid car! Like, oh man, I need that on the PC. It looks fucking great. I think no, my sorry, idea was great. On. It's like. I'll buy it on Switch. I have no problem giving them my money again. But like, let that unlock that car for the other versions that I own too. So no matter where I play it, I can have the Metroid car. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So just to make sure that I'm clear here, this is this is a physical copy for PlayStation Four and Xbox One, okay. but it's an updated version of the game. So it's basically they're taking all the crap that they've done since the initial physical release and shoving it into this new one but warner brothers is the one that's going to be publishing it for him so that's weird but whatever i wonder what the return is like on that because like you see 
some games do this more like as many games do this more often i don't i don't know um i don't like if you're not giving me the collect the real collector's edition i i don't know i wonder who this reaches that the previous game didn't but especially for an online only game but yeah i don't know rocket league's awesome uh, i mean we're all gonna buy it that's exactly why it exists more money. Oh man, they already they already, <laughs> have, they already have my subscription. So and you're um, gonna have to and you're gonna have to buy crates all over again on an all new system. Did you know how close I was to buying Halloween crates for the two days that Cole and I played the PlayStation Four version again? I'm <laughs> 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 no, kidding. Um, yes. uh, let's see. So man, I've been I've been telling everybody. So the Switch is out in stores now, like around Odyssey. What? Like they seem to they seem to be getting like. More shipments, and I'm saying, hey, if you see one in stores, do you want to pick it up now? Because there's no, there's no guarantee they're going to restock those before. I mean, you'll probably get one more swing uh, for Black Friday, but after that, good luck this holiday. Um, and kind of shocking news to me. Like I know it's been selling well, and they sell out, and you know, but it's always a matter of how many switches they can make. But they are now on track to sell more switches in its first year. Than the Wii U sold in total during its life cycle. So there have been to date uh, 13.56 million Wii U's sold. Um, right now, between the fiscal year of April to April, <laughs> uh, the Switch is estimated to sell 14 million. And then the, I saw a follow up article that says because of the way the fiscal years work in Japan and the Switch launched in March. That didn't count the like two and a half million they already sold. So they're on track mm, to sell wow. like sixteen point five million by April. And so they're like halfway to Xbox. <sighs> yeah, they're getting there. And it sounds like so they've sold eight million so far. And so they had to, their previous estimate for April was ten million. And um, yeah, uh, switches are going well. You guys are all on the verge of buying two more switches for your family. I can't uh, believe I'm actually talking about it as a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to. Really s- I was so mad the other day when I did all that time on Mario under Molly's account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I played for like two and a half hours, and then I, for whatever reason, I went to the home screen, and then I saw her avatar at the top corner, and I was like, no. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> so she's so, got a whole bunch of moons. Gosh. I keep going back to when they, uh, that I think it was like, this summer or early this summer where they were saying they're going to sell more switches than they did Wii's. And I was like, well, that's not physically possible. Yeah. Well, you're one Wii, like the best selling console of also, all times. Didn't, but also it's, it a year, it's a year one with a new Zelda and a new Mario game. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good lineup for year one. And we still don't really know what year two is going to look like for Nintendo besides Metroid. Yeah. Not, that's not coming out next year. There's no fucking way. No, you don't think so? No, there is no way Metroid 4 comes out next year. It's gonna we're gonna be full right. of Mario Parties and uh Smash Brothers Deluxe and Oof, uh some you other Wii ports, some GameCube virtual console games, um and a bunch of that's indie, okay, indie I'm still stuff. Gonna be catching up on twenty seventeen next year. Yeah, that's fine yeah, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're playing Red Dead and not really paying attention. Oh, right. All, All right, right, Ryan. Dead. What's our last supporting act here? Yeah, just a just a quick uh, little note, um, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but uh, Robert Gulami. I think it's how you say. Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, he he was a he was a an award winning actor. 
Um, gamers would know him as Dr. Eli Vance from Half-Life 2. Um, he was also in one of my favorite Aaron Sorkin shows, Sports Ball. Or, um, no, that's Sports Night. Sports Night. <laughs> sports. Sports Ball is our sports. Slack channel. <laughs> <laughs> sports Night. Uh, great actor. Uh, sadly passed away um, this past week. So, Good note. He was he was good in Half-Life 2. I like Dr. Eli Vance. I, Man, I have to agree. Like Half-Life 3, isn't it? They, yeah. they had him slated for a new character, probably. Yep, that that was the reason that Half-Life 3 won't come out. Man. Not because Valve doesn't believe in making video games anymore. Um, <laughs> so I've been debating on what to call uh, this past week. I've settled on the biggest week of the year for video games. Um, and I want I want you all to kind of talk me through your experience because there were some, there were some video games that came out last week. And um, I don't really, I want to, I want to talk with this group because we've all played different amounts of some of these games and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because man, was I just felt like I was walking on eggshells on the internet on Friday with the headlines that some of these websites were putting out about, the games I was going to go home and play that weekend. Um, but um, so we've got Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein 2, Shadow of the Colossus, Destiny 2 hit PC, a big, big, big one for us. And I've got some thoughts on uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, but um, I kind of wanted to start um, with with Super Mario Odyssey. And I don't want to, you know, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to harsh anybody's high because I'm actually more curious about the more I played Super Mario Odyssey, they realized that this game wasn't made for the four of us. It was made for our kids. And Coop, you started kind of talking about your your story with Wes, but tell tell everybody um, kind of what your kids thought, but also tell your uh, tell your Cascade Falls story about Wes. So I'll start with you know I started Mario Odyssey first. <clears throat> um, it's fun. I'm not going to shit on it. I, I like to give Cole a hard time because I know he really likes it, but it's it's fun. There's nothing wrong with Mario Odyssey. The uh, you know there's it's weird. It's not your typical Mario game. I don't think it doesn't look like Mario games of the past. Um, and it, it's not a spoiler. Everybody knows there's a dinosaur in it because it's in every they show it in every trailer they've had since it came out. Um, and you know the dinosaur is weird. It looks weird. I didn't really understand it. Um. And uh, when I got to it, I was like, yeah, that, that confirms that was weird. It, it, it's fine. It doesn't need it. But uh, somebody at the office made the comment about, you know, they probably made that for kids. And uh, so I, I wanted to get my son's reaction, which he's five. He'll be six next next month. Um, and he is absolutely in love with Mario right now. Like if he has free time, he asks if he can play the Wii U because he wants to play uh, 3D World. So we pop in Odyssey. He's been, you know, he's been talking about it for weeks and, uh, he's playing like completely silent. Like, I mean, he is zeroed in on the TV, not talking, not, not making any. I mean, he is so into Mario, just playing and staring at it. And, uh, he's coming up on the part where, where that dinosaur is. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to record this because I want to, I want to see his reaction to see, you know, if I'm crazy, if he thinks it's dumb or if he likes it. And as soon as he sees it, like he spins his camera around, there's that dinosaur up there and he goes, whoa, did you see how big that is? And he's like, I need to get that. And he, he figures out how to climb up that, that little area there and, uh, throws his hat on him and he goes, whoo, I'm a dinosaur. And then like, (laughs) it's like complete joy. And like, he sits up in his seat, like he's even more intensely staring as he's just stomping over everything. 
And it was like the coolest thing that he had ever done in a video game. And I was just like, good job, Nintendo. You know what you're doing. You don't, you don't care about me as much as him. And that's fine. I mean, it's, <laughs> it reminded me like, you know, of when I was a kid and the things that got me excited about video games. And, uh, you know, I was more okay with it after that. It's, it's, it's good to see him, you know, that excited about something like in the same way I used to be at the time. But, but yeah, I mean, he loves that game. There's, I asked, I even tried to pry it out of him because I know he loves 3D World. And I'm like, so which game's better? And he goes, I like them both the same. They're both great. <laughs> and I was like, good, good answer. Good answer. So that's, that's the five year old review. That's awesome. They, they're, don't, both, yeah, they're both great. Don't, don't have our, jaded asses uh, influence yeah. him because I you know I was I was putting on my critics hat and uh, talking it up in slack and um, you know just that's kind of the the problem with with running sites like this for as long as we have like that's just the, f- the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like put on like look at the positives and negatives and I think Ryan it was you that told me to shut the hell up first no nope. because uh, that was Cole well Cole yeah well yeah but you actually followed it up with some good stuff. Like I can't take Cole's opinion either. He's he's drinking some some Mario Kool Aid over there. But do you start talking <laughs> about your your daughter's reaction to Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. My my seven year old. Uh, they watched me play it for a little while while I was playing it, and they were super into it. And then uh, her her sister had to go to dance class, so she was home with me, and she was like, "Can I can I play Odyssey?" And I said, "Sure." Um, and she probably played it for a good like hour and a half, got through the first boss without any problems. Um, you know, was getting through Cascade Falls uh, without any issues. Um, and she just loved it. And then finally it was time for her to be done. And I was like, okay, you got to turn it off and like full out freak out, like just like screaming, like, no, I'm almost done. I want to beat this. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. I know what that's like. Like it's, I, I it sucks to be on this end of this now. But you have to stop playing. Like, because oh, yeah. you still have that tr- that trigger in you when you like have to tell yourself it's you need yeah, to be done. Oh, you need sure. to be done playing. And, yeah. Um, the sun's coming up. You have to stop playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which which yeah. I think is can lead into the next one because you actually finished Wolfenstein Two. <sighs> oh. Yes, I did. Oh man, <laughs> you did not talk stop. about a weekend well spent. Oh man, yeah. I, you know, I was kind of in that mood. I think you know, you kind of you you get in moods where you're just like you're gonna play a game and you're gonna play it to completion. And I was coming off of being Horizon Zero Dawn, which was awesome. Um, and then I'd been looking forward to Wolfenstein Two uh, ever since the trailer came out because I finished the first game right before. They announced that this, or right after they announced you the second one was coming that out. One too. I did, I did, because man, that story just gets you. It just, it, you want to just keep being on that ride. Um, and yeah, two was the exact same way. Like I played it all day Friday. I played it as much as I could on Saturday, um, and then I ended up finishing it. I think on Sunday, but uh, so great. It's so cli- it's uh-huh. climbing my charts. The one thing I will say is just I just I want to understand where the fuck Machine Games writing staff came from. I just don't understand how they have one Man. of the most progressive stories in video games and in media. Like just there was some there was some headline going around uh, over the weekend about how Wolfenstein Two is the best movie of the year. Like yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking 
Wolfenstein and BJ Blazkowicz. I know we said this in 2014 too, but it just baffles me that now he is one of my favorite video game characters of all time for completely different reasons as to when he originally was one of my favorite video game characters of all time. Yeah, because he's got so much depth now. Like, like this game does a lot to like kind of fill in some of his backstory, and you're just like, damn, like BJ, like man, you've been through some shit. Like, I. It, the casting for this game is phenomenal. Like all of the voice acting, all of the mm-hmm. side characters are great. Like they're just all great. It's also like better than any of the other Bethesda stuff too. Like we're oh, yeah. completely focused on that. I just don't, I still don't understand where this come from comes from. And where, oh, yeah, I mean, I know the team like is actually like splintered from, um, I was gonna say, what did they do before the last? So it was the, it was the, uh, it was the, the Riddick game. Um, the one, what's oh, the name? they made Riddick? Like that, that studio that made Riddick, they now have splintered into several studios. Like the, it was a team that made The Darkness, and some of them were working on Payback. Oh, that's like, right. I forget, uh, man, I forget the name of that studio. The Darkness now, but, was good. But it has it has ties back to that studio. And, right. um, but, and this is nothing, I mean, the, the action feels amazing, and I just love the, the you know, all, all the, the enemy types in the game, too. And, yeah, I can't say enough about Wolfenstein. And the Wolfenstein. world is great. Yeah. I mean, like, the, like the, all of the levels and have just, like... It's, uh, it's cathartic, also. There, there is no, no yes. doubt in my mind. Like, I still believe, regardless <laughs> of what you think of their advertising campaign, like, 90% of this game and its story was done before what is happening in American politics started taking place, and they've... Yeah, I'm I'm fine with them leaning into it and kind of capitalizing on it. Like I said, like in in effect for me, it's cathartic and I'm and pretty awesome. proud of them for sticking with it. I mean, yeah. like I feel like a lot of they, a lot yeah. of people would get scared and nervous. No, they like, leaned into it. Oh yeah, they <laughs> oh, did. Man. It was so good. Yes, thank you, Aaron Starbreeze. That's what that's the studio I was starting to name for. Think of, but they have split it off into three different teams that all. You know, I've gone on to do great games and uh, continue to do so. And I don't know, I don't know how they wound up, but. Bethesda and how they wound up with the Wolfenstein franchise and why the first game should have been doomed to uh, not be any good, but here we are, and I can't wait. Well, to and see you this were worried. Game. You were worried when they announced the sequel. Like I remember yeah. you being like, "Do we really need to go back yeah. to this?" Yeah. And the answer was yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. They have they have much more in store. So, oh man, oh, there's so just good. so few studios that I feel like can pull off that strong of a single player campaign multiple times in a row. <laughs> But it, yeah. yeah, it scares me when when they tr- people try. Yeah, other the other big release for us, and let's get the interesting opinion here because uh, Destiny Two is out, featuring three player fire teams. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> That's <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. We have yet to play with JB, but uh, I don't actually know what you think of Destiny Two. Um, you're you're not getting the whirlwind tour that you got from Destiny One. Are you enjoying it more? I am. Uh... it's better when so uh, i like story uh it's it's better for a game when i can actually follow along with what the hell's supposed to be happening and when i played the first destiny that did not happen (laughs) and i had no clue what anybody was saying because it was like okay go finish this and then let's keep moving and it's like oh okay you you kill those guys and I'll, i'll i'll follow you down this tunnel uh, and so this one's better. Um, I definitely, I, I pre-ordered this one with the intention of playing with you guys, which <laughs> I still have. <Sucker. laughs> and, uh, it's probably of the four 
games that came out, probably the last one I would have bought on my own. Uh, Wolfenstein being top for sure. I'm just glad you came back around. I was yeah. I was saying, and, and not as a detriment to Destiny 2 for his... You know, Ryan talks about his FOMO with that game, and yeah, I was right there with him uh, six weeks ago. Uh, Destiny Two was the worst game to come out this week, <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. and that's not a bad thing for, with with its competition. But like, there's just no urgency with Destiny. But yeah. man, like I I I cooled down with that game a lot this weekend, just single player. Like it's it's really relaxing to play. It's super chill. It feels real good. Looks amazing. Um, and then we, we had some, we, we still had some good times, uh, uh, running around doing story missions. And I, I think, I think it's, it's day will come when, uh, you know, when there's not awesome to play immediately. I mean, I had fun playing it, so uh, that's fine. I, I, I did force myself to spend another $60 today because it's like, if I go another day without having at least Wolfenstein on my computer, I'm, I'm going to regret it. So that's, it's, it's on there. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen real soon. It's just money. I'm going to be super happy. I know it's just money. You can't take it with you when we die. Well, that's play true. How, how are you? Give to my kids though, but they'll never see that money. Uh, maybe they'll get to play Wolfenstein when they're, you know, <laughs> Seriously, 18. just think of the game library you're going to pass on to your kids oh, when you're gone. They're going to love it. <laughs> All those old <laughs> graphics. Yeah. Coop, how was it when we were we were in the middle of the Destiny? Uh, it was it was good. It reminded me of what I liked about Destiny One. Um, you know, it's got that Taken King polish, which is all I was hoping for. Um, but you know, it there's. Like the first one, like, I don't know that I can bring myself to play it by myself. Like, I really like, it's kind of mindless for me. Like, it feels yeah. so good and I like running around shooting, but I like doing it with other people. And cause, you know, we were just kind of hanging out, running around shooting stuff. I don't know that I'm super sold into the whole Destiny world. Like, I don't care that much about the story. Um, I was joking today cause I think I even skipped one of the cutscenes when I was playing it with Ryan the first night. Um, cause yeah, it's, you know, you're running around, you're shooting aliens. It's fine. It's, I, I don't know that they're going to throw any surprises single player wise at me that I care that much about. So it's, it's just fun. Um, it's kind of my hangout game. So yeah, it's good. It's, it's actually probably, I would say it's slightly better than I would have expected. Um, it just looks really good. I mean, it, I was impressed to see how much work they put just into the worlds and making, I was scared that it was going to look too much like the first one. And I was going to feel like I'm just grinding through the same world I'd already been in. But I was I was really impressed with the environments and the way everything looked. Like it feels fresh, fresh enough that I'm I'm ready for round two. Ryan, any Destiny thoughts before we move on? No, I'm extremely happy. Um, yeah, I think playing on the PC feels incredible. Uh, it looks fantastic. Mouse and keyboard is the way to go for first person shooters for me. Um, but yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's just like, it's, you, you just fall into it and it's, it's, there's just that comfort level there that, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it, it just is what it is, but it's, it's a nice thing to have there as part of your, uh, um, you know, your, your lineup of games. So, and I think it'll be great, um, going into November and December when, there won't be as much finally to play. Um, 
it'll be a nice game that I can always go back to as part of my rotation. But yeah, I'm very happy with it. No, one second. I screwed something up. All right, we wrapped up the Destiny 2 talk. So let's uh, talk. Oh, man, Ryan, <laughs> we've got a lot of uh, new releases we missed in our, our week off there. And uh, so stick with me while I recap highlights from the last uh, couple weeks of new releases, and then we'll let Ryan get to a shorter list of what's actually coming out this week. But um, So yeah, when we left off, uh, just the, the big releases that came out, South Park, The Fracture But Whole, um, uh, out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And um, yeah, um, I, I, lo- I, I guess I lost my urgency to play that play that game it seems like it's it's fine and more of south park but i wasn't seeing anything awesome about it i don't know if you guys heard anything different no i'm in the nope. same place like i'm sure it's really fun um but i know exactly what it's gonna be and it can wait and then um uh one of the interesting sw- i mean this, man there's all kinds of stuff on the switch shops lately but elliot quest uh kind of had my attention there uh, the Jackpock, Jackbox Party Pack 4 is out for every device you can think of. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors hit Switch and 3DS, which also kind of freaks me out that if it can run on both. Um, <laughs> how is that 3D version, 3DS version? Um, uh, kind of a, a one that snuck in there, a game called Bomber Crew is out for PC. Uh, kind of uh, looks like FTL, except with World War II bomber planes, and you kind of manage the crew, and has a cool little art style to it. Interesting. Yeah, had some good reviews and kind of stuck stuck with it there. And then um, a pretty popular game, the Talos, the Talos Principle, is out now in VR for PC. So that was kind of an updated version of that, put that in VR. Like, kind of reminded me of uh, The Witness or Mist, uh, those types of uh, puzzle games in first-person VR. Kind of cool. Uh, then last week, like we said, Destiny 2 is out for PC. Um Game is getting good reads that I didn't know about. Uh, Knights of Azure 2, Bright of the New Moon, out for PS4, PC, and Switch. Uh, Hidden Agenda is out for PC. I'm talking about Hidden Agenda is out for PS4 using their new PlayLink service. So this is from uh, the team at Supermassive, the guys that did Until Dawn, which they kind of found out, hey, a lot of people will play Until Dawn on their couch with their friends and have people kind of vote on you know what choices you want to make. So why don't we let them vote on those choices with their phone and that's kind of what PlayLink does so it's kind yep. of a, a procedural cop, cop drama uh, looked looked interesting i heard the story's not all that great but uh maybe they'll be able to do more PlayLink stuff down the road anyway uh just dance 28 just dance 2018 is out for everything all the way down to the wii i had to double check that wow <laughs> it's the wii, <laughs> a new new wii, wii, the wii u but yeah just it makes wow. sense, though, because just think of how many people have that console and yeah. probably played games like that on it. I mean, that's it's also that's like not a bad idea. Ubisoft's like most popular game. Um, the Xbox originals uh, hit the Xbox One backwards compatibility. Thirteen of these games. Uh, I'm gonna read them. Read them off. Tell me if any of them uh, make you want to try it. We've got Black, Blood Rain Two, Crimson Skies, Great Dead to Rights, Fusion Frenzy, Grab by the Ghoulies, King of Fighters, Neo Wave, Ninja Gaiden, Black, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Psychonauts, Red Faction Two, Sid Meier's Pirates, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Great game. You just <laughs> hanging out for Kotor? <laughs> I always Which game? Man, I love Kotor. Kotor like is always good. I like some Crimson I Skies. Crimson Skies is awesome, and. Um, Red Faction 2 is actually a pretty good game. 
And Ninja Gaiden Black, the hardest one of all of yeah, them. Yeah, the hardest so, of the hard games, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the Dark Souls of I was going to say, how has that, how, I wonder how hard that game is in a post-Dark Souls world. That's true. I should go um, back and try it. Uh, the Mummy Demastered, out for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch, uh, from Way Forward, which makes some great 2D action games. This is kind of a Metroidvania. has nothing to do with, I mean... A, has something to do with the movie, but don't make the don't judge the game by the movie. Um, and what is the mastered? I didn't see the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the movie twice. Was it good? No, no. Uh, not from what I can see. I'm from from the plane. But so this is the first one that I normally would have bought on PC, but because it was on Switch, I picked it up on the Switch store so I can have that with me. I'm excited to play Mummy Demastered. But yeah. what is Demastered? What does that mean? It's just, it's like a 16 bit look in Metroidvania. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, gotcha. uh, but like more fully fleshed out than some of those like web only ones. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Super Mario Odyssey out for the Switch. And Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And Switch next year. Uh, Ryan, what's coming out this week? Or? Or A? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> o U R E. It sounds like it was announced and delivered today at the Paris yeah. Games Week. It's supposed to be a. Um, a this is if if I'm not. So it's a journey like game. Uh, you soar through the clouds as a dragon, and you ex- you're exploring the world and finding artifacts and <laughs> searching for stuff. I don't know why I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a game. Dragon. On the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 8-Bit Adventure Anthology Volume 1, which is coming to you PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it's featuring Shadowgate, The Uninvited, and Deja Vu. I'd heard of Deja Vu, and then Shadowgate was on the Super Nintendo. Those are the only two that okay. I recognized. Cool. Ben 10 is coming to PS4. I feel like that's a big kids franchise, right? That should be. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've heard of it. <laughs> Not quite the <laughs> star-studded affair that last week was. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, spin tires, mud runner. Is that spin tires? Mm-hmm. Like, is that spin mm-hmm. tires? I own. Uh, I own the first one. Xbox One, PC. It's trucks, mud. Updated it's like version. Trucks getting stuck <laughs> in the mud. It's mud so hard. Updates. It's, it's I think I actually game. read a story about it that it was actually really hard to like get these it trucks is. up hills. I mean, it's stuff. all about. Yeah. So literally, you know, trucks getting stuck, stuck in the mud. I mean, I don't know that, that there's any point to the first one other than driving around and trying to not get stuck in the mud. Are you double and, clutching? Double yeah, clutch I, played, that I played it for like 20 minutes and I drove maybe a total of 20 yards. It's like I got stuck. I got stuck. It's like I got stuck, and you you have twenty yards. You get that dude that gets behind your truck and starts pushing it from the back. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have a whole bunch of trucks. So one truck gets stuck, and you go get one of your other ones to try and get it out. And I had like I don't know twelve trucks stuck in the mud. (laughs) Your wife is driving the truck, and you're like covered in mud up to your knees and your hands. And every time you fall down, and (laughs) sounds like a great game. It's interesting. Great. Moving on. Uh, Steven Universe Save the Light is coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Dot hack slash slash G dot U last recode. 
coming out for PS4 and PC. I just put that because... on there to see how you would say it. Good job. <laughs> it's very literal, but it works. <laughs> I don't know much about and, the dot, uh, dot .hack series these days. <laughs> finally, a game I've actually heard of. Uh, Call of Duty World War II is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. We are keeping our eyes on that. Say, what are you guys going to do if, the, that is if they say the campaign's awesome? No, Who it has to be shit? bad. <laughs> I've heard the multiplayer is not awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how to judge that anymore. Not awesome compared uh, to which I mean, version I, of Call of Duty I, that you liked. I judged it off of Disrespect, who worked on Call of Duty and has played a ton of it. He just said the map or the map design is terrible in multiplayer. Like yeah, but he doesn't like he doesn't like any game right now. Doesn't sound like it's true. He, he hates all. Like no, he loves true, Destiny. Actually, yeah. He said Destiny's great. <laughs> That's weird. Um, That's weird. That he, just said it, he said it feels good. He said it's you know if you want that, that polished AAA experience, he said it doesn't get any better than that. It does feel real good. <sighs> but yeah, I guess the multiplayer's just gotten way too fast, and it, it's too close quarters, and it's nearly impossible to actually get good at. I felt that way back at like Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, so. I always thought that was an issue, but apparently it's <laughs> even worse than it was. Okay. All right, it's game of the week time. JB, you got anything? Um, Come back to me. Coop, you got anything? I don't really. I mean, the only games I played this week were Destiny and Mario. You don't feel and like com- both- comfortable giving them the title? <laughs> they're both. Either one of those. Yeah. I mean, come they're on. They're both fine. I mean, that's garbage. Slightly better than what I thought it would be, but it's, you know, it's not It's not game of the year or it's anything. It's game of the week, man, not game of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's true. I, get, I mean, was I it guess your if favorite I had the game that you played this week, it's really goes the, down, most, yeah. the most fun I had this week was playing Destiny that night with you guys. I mean, there we go. go. You that's know, an acceptable you go. Some, some good, Some good co op. We're not trying to save the world here. Yeah. This is true. Uh, I think Ryan, uh, you and I, we both got Wolfenstein 2 and kind of a set of piece earlier, but what else do you want to give a shout out to? I mean, I, I did really enjoy my time in Destiny 2. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that the PC version of it is as good as it is and that we didn't get some super crappy port, um, which I didn't expect with them partnering with, um, with Blizzard and, and all that stuff. I figured... Somebody's going to point them in the right direction, but uh, I think some people on AMD chips and cards have been having some issues, but they just put a patch out that's supposed to start helping those those problems. But uh, you know, if you have an AMD card, I can't help you. That's 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 on you. But uh, yeah, my other game of the week would be Golf Story. Played a ton of it on the plane. Continue to love that game. Continue to love solving RPG quests using golf skills. <laughs> and I got stuck twice. And uh, felt like a dumbass every time I looked up the actual way to solve the quest because it was much more obvious than I was giving the great game credit for. It's not actually hard. I was just thinking way too hard. Um, but man, that game is charming as hell and a huge surprise. JB, did you come up with something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I played Destiny 2, there, so there was that. Uh, I've also continued to play a bunch of uh, Picross. So, yeah, it's uh, a great game. I play that on Planet it's, it's, it's a great game. Uh, I'm I think I've made it over a hundred now yeah. for that. So I love how hard this question is for you guys. Like it's literally, especially if people were on the show the last time, it's like, what, what did you, what did you play this week? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I just feel like it needs to be like something I was super excited about. Yeah. I wasn't well, really, and I, was, nope. I wasn't really excited about anything. anything that Cause I, I was thinking last of us Two kind of had a, game of the week kind of sure. you know just worth talking about so it's your I mean, after talking to you guys i was really just mad that i played mario for two nights and didn't start wolfenstein but <laughs> yeah yeah you that was kind of intentional because i wasn't i didn't want to completely ignore my wife this weekend so she sat there and watched mario 
Yeah, oh yeah, well, so I might put you in a different headspace too. She, so yeah, she would not that. enjoy watching that probably. Uh, that's gonna. I don't know, man. Maybe it just <laughs> make her uncomfortable. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Fifty episodes of the Night Force Action Reporter in the bank, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks everybody in live chat for hanging out. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Come. Uh, Share the show, uh, rate it on your favorite podcast platform, uh, give us some love and help support us, and we'll keep on doing this because there's lots of games to be played for the remainder of the year as we start to, you know, start, start to wind this year down and have to make some tough decisions. But um, we'll be back again next week. We'll see you then.